Okay, welcome to A Long and Long Time Ago with me, Adam and Martin. Um, this week we return with another special guest to do our Talking Star Wars series. He's the host of the excellent My Collecting Life and many other toy, toy reviews. And he even had time to do a 24-hour live stream for the charity Give Kids the World, which is just amazing. Uh, he's always found time to help us, been a great supporter of our channel. We welcome the Universal Toy Collector, Stu. How's it going, Stu? Hello. Yeah, thank you very much. I don't know about toy reviews. It's more like an overview. Yeah. But, uh, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I, the reason I don't like calling it a, a review is because I've said many times before, I'm not a reviewer. I just like have parcels that I open and just say, oh, look what I've got. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you've got other great people that do a far better job at me than the, than toy reviews. So, um, but I'll, I'll take it though. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we well, mentioned yeah. the same thing. We're not, we're not reviewers ourselves. We always say, don't yeah. we, Martin? Like, you know, there's so many other people that do such a good job of it. So we'll just yeah. leave it to the experts mm. in most cases. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. But no, well, you're what I'll talk about. I just <laughs> blag, I just blag it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, so, uh, Let's get straight down to it. Um, Ahsoka has been released this week. It has. I take it you've watched the first two episodes? Yes. Yeah, I watched them um, um, yesterday morning. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 I've I, been excited for this for, for quite a while. And um, you guys know what it's like. You get excited about a certain Star Wars thing <laughs> that comes out and it always sort of like falls flat. But, I mean, from what I've seen so far, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's pretty good. A couple afraid, of little yeah. bits that sort of like, um, sort of like, not too sure on um why they've they've done that um i mean it's a spoiler alerts here um so uh if you haven't seen it i'm sorry but i'm just gonna <laughs> come out and say it um the bit about um sabine being um ahsoka's padawan i don't i don't get that i don't think that's ever been kind of mentioned before that she yeah. was like i mean martin sensitive or... no martin might have to explain a little bit more on this one because i've mentioned mm -hmm. before that i'm not i haven't seen all of rebels i don't know about you Stu, have you Yes, yeah, yeah I've um, watched all of Rebels. Rebels, yeah, yeah, but oh, there's okay. there's certain bits in there that could point to the that being mentioned, but from what I recall, I don't think it was mm. anything to do with her being force sensitive. It was more to do with like using a different weapon, and she had certain training by two characters and stuff like that, and it, it was never mentioned that she was going to be uh, Ahsoka's padawan. An so actual, yeah, an actual Jedi mm. as as such. Martin, yeah. your 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 thoughts for now well that that's so my thoughts on sabine as soon as um it was kind of mentioned in the show that uh sabine was ahsoka's apprentice i kind of gave a an internal groan um mm. but there was a well, line later on in episode two where hi 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 yang sorry the uh the droid um yeah mentioned that um i never had the talent the abilities not like ezra that much is true I have known many Padawans over the centuries, and I can safely say your aptitude for the Force would fall short of them all. Jedi, which I think is a thousand years, he's been mm. training Padawans how to build lightsabers. Now, that to me, and it's my opinion, and I've seen a few people say the same in um, videos on YouTube, because I've watched a couple, is that actually I think she isn't Force-sensitive at all, really. I think she's mm. just... She's got some kind of low midichlorian count, if you like, um, using a, a prequel vernacular. But um, I don't think if, if if we were back in the times of the old Republic, she would she wouldn't be recognised as a Jedi, or sorry, as a, a force sensitive being good enough to 
join the order and become a Jedi. Mm. So I, yeah. in my eyes, I think it's kind of um, Sabine's kind of Ahsoka's Padawan, but not Jedi Padawan, because I don't think oh, okay. Jedi Padawan is mentioned once. I think it's just Padawan. Um, so mm. that that's my view of it. I mean, it may change later in the line, but I mean, there was so much evidence that she had no f- real force ability. I mean, she got a she got pretty beaten didn't she in that lightsaber fight at the end of episode yeah. one which, uh, which is another bugbear as well i mean god knows how uh quagon must be feeling i mean since he's been like since he was killed off with a lightsaber straight yeah. through him how many people have had a lightsaber go straight <laughs> we, through them and they've survived it? he's got to be he's got to be going what is going on here yeah yeah we've said Crazy. that so many times before I, I mean i put it in my notes me and martin have got like a running notes thing and i said ah the old stomach stab yeah, yeah i can survive that one <laughs> again sorry to yeah see adam will tell you um Stu, is i'm i'm as soon as a new series comes out i become the star wars apologist um for the first few <laughs> weeks and okay. I, I, I i don't get me wrong I, I um i'll give you an overview of what i thought in a minute but i thought that didn't bother me so much this time because if we saw the location of the stab, it was kind of just to the side. Yeah. And oh, right. Miss Debbie Vital Organ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And I, yeah. I do agree. I totally agree with you. Um, but it was the Reaver one that really bugged me because she got stabbed mm. in the chest. Um, yeah. And got left and then... for dead with no help whatsoever and just turned up the following day on Tatooine um, with a bit of a sweat on. <laughs> Um, whereas, you know, you could argue that perhaps, um, in this case, Grand Inquisitor as well, but you mentioned before, you know, he's got two stomachs. He's got two stomachs. I mean, I did read that, but there's a get out clause there, but I think, (laughs) I think Sabine was instantly found by Ahsoka, rushed to a medical facility where, you know, I'm sure the ER was ready and waiting for us as she came in and, uh, 21B was there, you know. Uh, making sure everything was all right but anyway i digress i i, I was kind of <laughs> I, I understand where you're coming from and i totally agree i think yeah. it's, get, it's becoming a bit stupid um that everybody's getting stabbed and surviving because you know qui-gon was always one of my favorite characters ever in star yeah. wars and I, I feel it's lessening lessening his his sacrifice each time <laughs> we see this so yeah well, uh, is, that what, think... is that what you call that was that what you call qui-gon's uh death a sacrifice maybe not so much a sacrifice i suppose but i think i think um i I go back to that that uh, did you ever watch the mandalorian um first season special features oh i think it was the first season where dave filoni was talking about um duel of the fates and uh how um that fight basically if it it was deciding the fate of the fate of anakin skywalker becoming darth vader and if qui-gon had won that fight um and uh beaten Darth Maul then Anakin's um future would have been completely different because you oh, know, okay. he, he would have had Qui-Gon as his master and you know Qui-Gon yeah. was you know he was kind of back to the old ways of the Jedi not the dogmatic mm. um you know way that the Jedi had been in that era of of the prequels okay um, you know, he, he believed more in the living force. You know, it was it was more mystical side of the force rather than you yeah. know the the dog as Palpatine puts it, the dogmatic, political ways that they would do things in the Jedi Temple. You know, the the Council would always they wouldn't do particularly what was right for the galaxy. They perhaps what was more right for them, but you know anyway we're <laughs> sorry sorry this is what happens. <laughs> this is no this no, is... no that's fine that's fine. I ask the question. I ask the question. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, so maybe not so much of a sacrifice, but um, I feel I feel 
you're right. You know, it lessens perhaps what Dave Filoni was saying that um, mm. that if he had survived, it would have been a completely different story, and we wouldn't have had episode two, three, four, five, and six. You know, as as it was. So, yeah. so yeah. Do you, do you think they're worried of making the same mistake then that they made with Darth Maul by by killing him off too early? Because I I think he should have been. I mean, it, it was great he came back, but it just again makes that all that fight scene at the end of Phantom Menace just seemed, what was the point? I mean, he was yeah. like chopped in half, fell down a, a shaft. And then years later, he's, 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 you know, turned into like a spider. And then he's, he's sort of like, you know, back up on his feet again with the, with the help of a bit of a uh, magic there. But I, do you think that's what they, they're worried about killing people off and thinking, I wish we hadn't killed him off. Let's. Well, with, back. with Sabine, if we're talking specifically Sabine, I think why do that to be honest with you why choose to get her stabbed with a yeah. lightsaber why not just get a, you know a droid could knock her out or something i don't know she could yeah. fall from it, a great height just, and survive you know it's just so a many... way to uh, let the jedi um not even jedi is it but the the bad guy then escape yeah yeah that's, well, she could have force pushed her was. force pushed her back she could have a bit of head knocked herself out anything like mm, that i mean yeah. why do people have to be yeah, stabbed definitely and, yeah it's just I, I just you know like you say it's um it's happened too many times. I mean, Reva, it was twice, wasn't it? Because once by yeah. Anakin at, at the uh, Jedi Temple, and then again as Darth Vader. So, well, it was both Darth Vader, if you're mm. talking technically. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. So, I mean, you, you've basically picked up on the the two bugbears I had of the of the show. You know, the the yeah. Padawan part and the, the you know getting stabbed with the lightsaber. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not great, is it? And there was a couple of little bugbears like. All of a sudden now, where when people lightsaber fight, I don't know if you noticed this. There's sparks coming off the lightsabers. Um, oh no, I didn't notice yeah, that. That that's not a thing. That's never been a thing. But now, whenever oh, there's okay. lightsaber to lightsaber, there's sparks flying off, and I, oh, I know it's tiny. Yeah, and I'm going to get people probably, you know, go, oh, God, you know, get a life. <laughs> but but it's just <laughs> one of those things. That, you know, I've watched Star Wars for forty plus years, and yeah, why add something that's never been there before? And um, I don't know. There's, a, there's always an element of trying to make it their own, and I think that's not necessarily a good idea. But you know, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But but overall, but, I thought I thought it was cinematic. I thought it was the most cinematic yeah. show we've had since. You know, even 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 the Mandalorian wasn't as cinematic as this. I thought yeah. the music was absolutely fantastic, minus the yeah. rock music perhaps while she was on the speeder. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, overall, I, I'm really excited. There, I'm I'm happy. There, there was a lot of Easter eggs as well. A lot oh. of like um, references to like say like prequel films and yeah. you know oh. like when she when she's um, that oh, I can't remember her name the blonde haired uh, Padawan Shin. the Sith Padawan. Yeah. yeah. What's her name? Shin. Isn't it? Shin. Shin. That's right. She's yeah. standing there. She's got her robe over her head, and then that like little droid comes up, and it's very reminiscent of uh, Darth Maul oh, in yeah. the the Phantom Menace. Yeah, when he's on Tatooine, scene, isn't it? It's just yeah, it yeah. is. It's like you just look at some bits, and you just think, mm. oh, okay, yeah, that, that's yeah. pretty cool. And 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 a, and a big miss as well is going to be Ray Stevenson. I mean, you can't oh, not God, yeah. Ray Stevenson. I mean, wow. I mean, I'd love that guy. I'd like what he does. I think he's a fantastic actor, mm. and it's just such a shame, you know, mm. when when we heard it, it's like, oh man, that's incredible in that first episode as well. Like yeah. their their entry in general, yeah, you know, as they first came in through the thing, and it was almost reminiscent of um, Vader, really, wasn't it? In, in yeah. the Tam Steve, yeah, um, just yeah, just and he well, played the part so well. I think he I did, think yeah. I think the first episode was, was actually quite a mirror of the Phantom Menace in general. Because if you think about it, the first scene where the, the two dark Jedi turn up yeah. at the ship, I mean, it's a shuttle landing. Instead of two Jedi coming out, it's two dark 
trackside users, mm. if you like. Yeah. Um, you know, boarding a ship um, exactly pretty much as they did in The Phantom Menace, you know, and then yeah. fighting the troops down the corridors. You know, it was it, the, the whole episode had little Phantom Menace, um, you know, homages, if you like, all the way through. Yeah. And I, I think that's just, you know, Dave Filoni. Well- well, yeah. I think Dave Filoni, he was taught by George Lucas, wasn't he? And George mm-hmm. Lucas was always saying that things sort of like mirror themselves in certain aspects. You know, you've had things like in the original trilogy that were mirrored in the uh, the, uh, the prequels where Django Fett goes up around for Slave 1 in episode 2 and bangs his head, you know, and that's what they did to get around it in um, episode 4, wasn't it? When that, that Stormtrooper comes through the door and hits his head. It's just little things like that. He said, you know, stuff are mirrored and, and stuff. So it's quite clever. And I, I think Dave Filoni has done a fantastic job so far yeah. i mean it's only been two episodes so uh yeah but i think them. for him obviously writing clone wars and rebels yeah it, it, it's his characters isn't it it's it's all yeah. him so he's going to take that on into this and it'll just it, it's a continuation isn't yeah. it it's but i character. remember ahsoka getting so much stick in the you know when oh, yeah. clone wars first come out you know, who would have thought years later she's going to have her own series? It's just incredible yeah. how the fans have turned around and like actually like her and think she's a decent character now. Yeah. Oh, she's in my top five favorite characters in Star Wars. I, I mean, she's had a massive turnaround for me. Um, I, I yeah. just, I think she's a fantastic character. Mm. And and just to just to say, Adam, I think yeah, you're right. Well, Dave Filoni did have you know quite a lot of pull when it came to the Clone Wars. Not so much, obviously, the Rebels. He he was pretty much the main guy, but you have to remember George Lucas was the one who came up with most of the characters for the Clone Wars. Yeah. I mean, he people often say, "Oh, well, Ahsoka is Dave Filoni's character." Well, it's, it's not actually; it was George Lucas's character. Um, and you know, Dave obviously did a lot of the writing in the latter seasons of the Clone Wars, but it was George's idea that to make her Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, and you know. I even think he he named her because I think originally she was going to be called Kira or something like that. Or oh, okay. um, um, but then they used that. So I'm probably going to be corrected on this, but I think originally she was called that, and then uh, then was it then they they were going to call Ray Kira in the sequel trilogy, and then they changed it to Ray. I, I can't remember, but, oh, but yeah. Cool, so dude. so yeah, to George Lucas, you know, he did have a lot to do with the Clone Wars, and um, mm. as much as I love Dave Filoni, I, and I think Dave Filoni is the saving grace of Disney Star Wars these days, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, John, John Favreau too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. They, I think John Favreau's brought the storytelling and the, I don't know, the, the Star Wars fandom, if you like, to the new Star Wars. But I think, you know, Dave Filoni's brought the George Lucas, Lucasian, yeah. if you like, the yeah. Lucasian um, elements of Star Wars back to Star Wars, which Disney took away with the sequel trilogy. But let's not go there. Well, the thing is, with, with that, you're saying that, I, I you know, the, the original trilogy that was, you know, one person had, had written the story for that, you know, the prequels, one person had written the story for that. And yes, it was adapted, at, you know, some way, you know, like through the, the directing and stuff. But with, with the sequels and a lot of the TV series now, you've got, I think, too many people writing for the same show. And you're going to have like a difference in, um, um, how would you call it? creative creativity and stuff like that and the difference of where the storylines going so you can't like get a mismatch I, I feel there's no mm-hmm. like um uh well that's harmony is the word there's no you know doesn't run smoothly you've just uh, disjointed is the word i'm looking for yeah. so you know george uh, lucas wrote the original trilogy and it was his story he directed the first one okay as we know it was too much for him he wasn't going to do the second one so he got irvin kirshner in he's done a fantastic job um 
Then he wanted, I think it was Steven Spielberg for Return of the Jedi. Steven Spielberg was part of the Director's Guild, so he couldn't do it because George Lucas and Lucasfilm weren't part of that guild. So he got Richard Marquand in. So he done that. But they were all sort of like working off of one storyline. Do you know what I mean? It was all written yeah. by one person. So there was no yeah. deviation in the story where I think the sequels, is they were it was just a mishmash. I mean, I know you don't like talking about it, Martin, but... <laughs> Well, it was just, it was a mishmash. No, no, the stew. The thing is, I love talking about it, but the thing is, I just, I just a bit. I don't, I don't like to be negative, and all I can ever be is negative about it because it's something that upsets we, me so much. And we and just I, end up repeating <laughs> ourselves anyway. Yeah. Don't no, we? I, so, I get that. I get that. But yeah. that's that's just that's my take on it. There's mm, there's yes. too many too many producers, too many writers, and it, there's not enough um, coherent. What was like, there anything about the sequels that you? sort of enjoyed or did you like the characters Listen, or anything I'm, I'm, or? I'm with shabby i'm with shabby when when star wars was saying well they were said they're going to be another star wars movie the force awakens i got excited i oh, enjoyed the did. hype around the film yeah the hype around the film was 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 amazing the build up to it and everything like that and in in all honesty the phantom not the phantom menace the force awakens wasn't a bad film i i did out of three enjoy that one the most it was great seeing the falcon again it was great seeing the Han and Chewie. I had a gut feeling that Han was going to, you know, get killed off in it because Harrison Ford wanted that character to die in The Return of the Jedi, yeah. but that never happened because George Lucas didn't want it to happen. So I think the only way to get him back was to to, to like sort of like kill him off. Um, but oh, Last Jedi, well, you know, it was um, a lot of... Uh, Nice cinematic scenes. Let's put it yeah. that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the rise of Skywalker. Um, oh man, where to start? I mean, listen, I love the Emperor. I thought he was a fantastic character, um, and I just wish that they would have led with that from the Phantom Menace. But because of like, you know, the difference in writing and stuff like that, and the different writers and people directing and stuff like that, it just they had no plan, did they? And you know, it's a shame because I I love the Emperor. And you look into some of the um, ex uh, expanded universe stories. I mean, I've got, um, well, it's a, I found this up in my uh, dad's loft today. It's the, the Dark Empire. And that's actually explaining how the Emperor's cloned himself, yeah. which you think he would do, wouldn't you? If he's, he, you know, okay, the cloning facility on Kamino. So go with that after Return of the Jedi. Go with that, you know, yeah. in, you know, as the Force Awakens. But to have him dropped in at the last minute on the third film is oh he's managed to survive somehow you know come on mm. you know what i mean it's just it, it doesn't yeah. sit well with me if i'm honest i think they've ruined a perfectly good character because he could have been instrumental all the way through those from sequels start to finish yeah from yeah. start to finish yeah and carrie fisher obviously her passing away after episode two hasn't helped um so um but yeah and and what they did with the legacy characters luke and han are just yeah and, and well yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just not right, really, I mean, is it? But no, I mean, Palpatine, right? My favorite character in Star Wars, and I'll, I get a lot of heat for this, but my favorite character in Star Wars is Palpatine, Darth Sidious. Um, I think yeah. he's absolutely fantastic. And the thing that annoyed me the most about the sequel trilogy is he should never have come back because the no. the, the, the literally the story of episode one to six is, is um, the, the chosen one, um, destroying the Sith. And he finally destroys the Sith um, in, in an unconventional way, albeit by episode six. So yeah. there shouldn't have been any Sith 
after episode six. By all means, make the sequels, but there should have been a new villain. New, yeah, find some new villains. Yeah. That can, yeah. And, and this is coming and from someone that. who loves Palpatine and, you know, would have loved him to be in 12 episodes, of, you know, but but it just didn't suit the story because you've basically just crapped on everything that's happened in episode one to six i th- i think the story would have been more understandable if they had gone i mean let's i mean the clone wars was mentioned in a new hope wasn't it you know when ben was talking to luke saying oh you know we were fought in the clone wars and blah 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 so it was mentioned so to kind of if they would have started off with the, that cloning facility of like palpatine they're trying to clone him and, and like bring him back that would have made far more sense than to have The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, where nothing was mentioned about him at all, and then to have him suddenly thrust into that third film. And I think that was out of desperation on J.J. Abrams' um, part, really, because he, he was left with such a car crash after The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, could, we, could, we could go on for hours. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, I could imagine, yeah. <laughs> so do you think, um, do you think Ahsoka's going to go some way into trying to fix any of the holes that the sequels I, I don't think so well, made or see, I hope they don't I mean they've started doing it with the Mandalorian yeah and that kind of popped up in season three didn't it and I again I I think when you do that you're taking the focus away from that yeah. series I don't you know it's, it's, like, up it's like the book two. of Boba Fett I mean they had two episodes without Boba Fett in it and it's just yeah basically the Mandalorian and yeah. I thought that devalued that series and that character so much. I mean, it was again, it wasn't the greatest. And I've, I've got to say, I hold my hands up. People say that. Well, I've, I've had people comment saying that I hate everything Disney, Star Wars wise. I, that's not exactly true. I don't like the prequels. Uh, the, um, uh, no the sequels. <laughs> I don't like the sequels. I like the prequels. I don't. I don't like the sequels. Not many people do. But I, I don't hate on them. I can watch them, but I just don't like them. They could have been done better. I like a lot of stuff Disney's done. I'm liking Bad Batch. Yeah. I'm liking um, the episode, um, the series seven of um, Clone Wars. I've liked Rebels. And I've liked Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue so One, of course. I do yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that was a great film. But I, I watched um, I watched Solo not too long ago and I actually didn't mind that in places. Well, I feel sorry for that film because that came straight off the back of The Last Jedi. It had no chance, did it? No. I think people were no. so fed up with, with The Last Jedi. When Solo came out, they're like, no, oh, we're done with Star Wars. I'm washing my hands of it and not interested so you know it, it didn't really stand much of a chance i mean it you know it's all about timing of films isn't it? i think disney was so ambitious with what they wanted to do with star wars i think it's kind of ah, shot them in the foot a little bit i think it's too mm. much too much star wars and um I, I think it's it's certainly quantity over quality at the moment yeah. with, with some of the stuff so looking forward to the ray film then <laughs> oh can't wait yeah brilliant <laughs> i i i I think it's quite interesting in the new ahsoka series that there looks like they're going to be heading off to a a new galaxy that we haven't been to before so that actually opens up some brand new possibilities of new storytelling and and stuff that we haven't seen in star wars which i think we're yearning for i mean you know i love tatooine like every star wars fan um i love coruscant coruscant is my favorite planet in star wars but i think over the last few years we've seen it probably a few too many times and it'd be nice yeah. to head off somewhere which it looks like we're going to do and and mm. see this new part of the galaxy with perhaps new creatures and uh, by the sounds of it perhaps new 
um species that use the force differently than um than we've seen in the the current star wars galaxy so yeah i'm really interested that that they go that way so so that's a plus point i think definitely with mm. the, the new ahsoka series so when is when is when is the Ahsoka series set when is these first two episodes when was that set in the timeline because i'm it, a little bit confused it's apparently meant to be set concurrently with season three of um the mandalorian so Right. I, I'm guessing that I think it's episode two, perhaps the Mandalorian, where you see Grogu looking out the ship and he sees the Purgles, um Yeah. In in hyperspace. But, I'm guessing that we'll probably see that from the other side. More than likely, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what but what gets me, and what confuses me is that I, Adam, you've not seen the whole of Rebels, have you? So you've not no. seen the no. Okay. I've, I've seen. I've seen well, I've seen the last six episodes I watched recently. So you, you know. Uh, don't worry about any spoilers. <laughs> mm, well, I, I, I mean, Martin, you'll understand. So I always thought that Ahsoka and Sabine had gone off together before to try and find. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, you know, they basically recreated that scene in the fir- in the in the final scene of the second episode of Ahsoka. Mm. So that's what that was, was it? Yeah. It, I, I, the only difference oh, okay. was that she wasn't wearing a white cloak and she didn't have Gandalf's stick. Um, <laughs> um, which which Dave Filoni, I, I I watched an interview with him actually put that in when Rebels came out because he's also a massive Lord of the Rings fan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And and he kind of always saw Ahsoka after she left the Jedi as kind of a Gandalf type character in, okay. in Star Wars. But yeah, that was basically a, an a, it, there's a shot for shot um, uh, uh, comparison I saw on um, I think it was Instagram oh, okay. earlier today. Okay, and it actually is pretty much frame for frame exactly as it was in in the show and um you know people obviously when they saw that all thought oh that's literally after return of the jedi straight after return of the jedi but no it, it's it's literally i think the first two episodes are a prequel to the end of rebels okay. if that makes sense oh, okay yeah I'm yeah. With you. yeah okay um, so the re- i think the i think a lot of the complaints i saw about the first two episodes was especially the first episode perhaps it was a bit too slow and i kind of oh. see that but there's a lot of people out there who haven't seen rebels and the clone wars and they kind of yeah. needed to you know no i mean i was speaking to my um, father-in-law today and he said oh have you seen ahsoka and i said oh yeah i thought it was great <laughs> and he said i didn't really understand what was going on i didn't know who any of these characters were <laughs> and i was i kind of i kind of felt for him a little bit because he, how would he yeah. know who these characters are? You know, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, um, I'm laughing yeah. along at Chopper, you know, as he's as he's having to go at Hera in that shuttle, you know, um, yeah. and uh, and and he's like thinking, what's going on here? And, and I, I completely get that. So I think those first two episodes were kind of a a love letter in terms of Easter eggs for people like you know you and I and Adam, you know, yeah. um, things like seeing to, Home to One again. And the conference yeah. room. I mean, that was just amazing. Just just seeing that set piece again, that was great. Yeah. Um, but it was setting up. And I think season, the series proper will probably start with episode three. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, I, I can buy that. But yeah. I mean, listen, it's the same with all these new series that, you know, the first episode comes out and people, no, oh, it's too slow. It's not, you're not going to get it bang straight away. I mean, the thing is, with, with a series, you, you know, you've got a certain amount of episodes to tell the story. So they, you know, judge it at the end. When the story's been told, or when at the end of the at the end of the season, at least to say, okay, yeah, I I, I like that. It was slow to start with, but it's a slow slow burner. It picks up, mm. but uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to give it a little bit. To, well, saying that, I you know gave Book of Boba Fett a bit of time, and as soon as those blinking mods come into it, I was like, oh, what have oh, they done? Oh yeah. Yeah, but we won't go into that. No. That's a, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it'd be another half an hour talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I think, I think um, as soon as Anakin turns up in either a Clone Wars flashback or um, perhaps... As a yeah, movie, yeah, people will be on board. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be totally be on board. board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Adam. No, I was... I was going to say, I think we spoke about it with Shabby, didn't we, about it being like uh, a fan-pleasing kind of thing. And I feel like it is it's doing everything to please the, the hardcore at this point. It, it is, but I mean, is is is, is that a good thing? It, you know, should they be... Oh, I, I, should they be pleasing the fans or should they be just getting on with the story and, and stuff like that? I mean, you know, like Rogue One, there was a lot of Easter eggs in Rogue One, and I just thought, well, that's great, but is it necessary? Mm. You know, like seeing uh, Dr. Everson and, and uh, Ponda Barber on, um, yeah. oh, what was that place that got blown up? You know, was it, you know, did they need to be there? Did we need to see them again? We, we've seen them in A New Hope at the Cantina. Yeah. So it, yeah. was there any point in having them there? It, 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 it's all well and good if it's aiding the story. If it's not aiding the story, then I don't see there's any point no. of just throwing Easter eggs in willy-nilly. Do you know? Uh, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. spot on. I think I think um, you're absolutely right, actually. The Rogue, that that part of Rogue One, I think that was the one moment that sort of stuck out as, ooh, uh, I don't it know if they needed to yeah, do that. Been, easily been a deleted scene, couldn't it? And just yeah. been like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. For, you know, yeah. for anyone that's wanting to watch well, the They could have just had them in the background. They didn't need to actually bump into them, did they? You know, so. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think Ahsoka had, I mean, I, I was if I'd had a pen and paper when I was watching the first two episodes, I probably could have filled two or three sheets of A4 of the things I spotted um, in terms of Easter eggs from the Clone Wars and Rebels and the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. I mean, it was absolutely yeah. packed, but none of it was kind of in your face unless you spotted it and you knew what it yeah. was. So that gives me hope that, you know, they, they understand that we, as fans, we want to be serviced, but at the same time, we don't want it taken, you know, we don't want, as you said, Stu, we don't want it to be as a detriment to the story itself. So No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even, even you can even go back and say that about the, the original trilogy when George Lucas went back and did the special editions. You know, was there any point in having Jabba in that scene? I don't think there was because we already know the story because Han Solo and Greedo were talking about it just previously in the cantina. So you're having that whole conversation again. Yeah. And I, to me, that just didn't add to it. And I just think it looked absolutely horrendous. It didn't look great at all. You know, and seeing him walk over his turn and stuff like that was, you know, comedy effect. Oh, it just didn't work mm. for me. There's a lot of things in that, you know, in the, in the special editions that, that didn't work. But, I, I, um, I, I do remember us discussing that at length in my collecting life, um, the, yeah. the special editions. Yeah. That, I mean, it's quite <laughs> telling that that Jabba scene has been, changed about four times now since the original version yeah. came out so yeah so I, yeah. I totally agree that original version was horrific um you know the animation <laughs> yeah. and the special effects it was absolutely shocking but yeah yeah you're right yeah so um right let's move on to well have you got any other sort of uh things you showed us the comic earlier do you consume like all of that as well do you get um into no, the non-canon I, I... stuff or um, no, this 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 was the only one that I I got into um, as a kid, and it was a Dark Empire, and you had six episodes in that. And um, I recently um, purchased them again off of off of eBay, and they're you know first prints. They've they've not been opened, they've not been read, and I want to send them off to get pressed, and then when they come back, I want to send them off to get graded. So I think they'll look pretty cool. But I just love mm. the artwork. I think the covers are great. And the story, the story wasn't too bad at all. 
you know, this was before we ever knew that there were going to be any uh, uh, prequels and sequels and stuff like that. And this is what, um, like I say, it's a, it's about uh, Palpatine. He's actually cloned himself after mm-hmm. the um, Return of the Jedi and stuff like that, or they were cloning him during Return of the Jedi, and then his clone came to prominence afterwards, and it was Luke oh, nice. turning, like, you know, facing off against him again. So it was a, it was a pretty good storyline. And then they did, like, Dark Empire 2, which was another six-episode um, story. Um in the dark empire but th- that's it really i mean i've got a few um uh, what do you call it uh trading cards and the tops cards and stuff like that so i've got two complete sets of the original 1977 blue set and the um wow. the red set of trading cards so um that's pretty yeah. impressive because they're quite it, well I, that, again I, I sent my um rookie luke skywalker uh card off to get graded to come back with an almighty two so i'm like Get in, I'm well proud of that. <laughs> but yeah, it was um, yeah. I I, I wish I hadn't have uh, sent it off now, but it, I did. So yeah, I'll just keep it as it is. But yeah, I, I like all that sort of stuff. I don't mind delving into that. Yeah, I was I was just going to ask if they've how much sort of graded stuff you've gone into then. How much? Well, um, I've got so figure wise, I've got three graded figures. No, I haven't. I've got four. Tell a lie. So one of them. Uh, came with the razor, um, the the sail barge, which was um, yak face on the power of the force card. So I sent him off to get graded, and he came back at I think it was an eighty five. So I'm I'm quite happy with that. Oh, yeah. And then the two figures that came, or the two carded figures that came with the uh, the razor crest, I sent them off, and they come back as a ninety. So I'm really happy with those. So they look pretty nice. cool. And then I had a, and this is you know a, a lot of people will probably disagree with this, but I had a carded Leah. Um, Bosch figure, um, vintage original Kenner, and the card back was beat up. It was proper beat up. It was dinked. It was you know ripped and torn and, and bent over and stuff like that. So I just sent it up to um, um, UKG to to get it graded, and uh, they they it sent an email back saying that they cannot take it off the card because I I wrote a letter saying you you have permission to take it off the card. Right. They can't take it off the card. Anything pre nineteen ninety they cannot take off the card. Oh wow. So they had to send it back. So then I had yeah. to take it off the card to send it back to get graded. And it's come back as a um, eight or eighty percent or whatever it is. However, yeah. they grade it eighty percent. So yeah, I've, I'm happy with that. And it's a fairly decent, mm. you know, because the trouble with that is I've got like the original figures, but I've got a lot of them off of eBay. So I don't know if they come with genuine weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's no point me sending something off to get graded if I'm not a hundred percent sure that it's going to be a yeah. you know the original yeah. weapon at least yes. this one i knew was going to be original because it came in the packaging with the figure so i just sent it off and i know some people disagree with that but it's my collection yes, i say you do with it what you please <laughs> exactly Martin, do you have the uh leia bouche right um well we haven't done making that. the grade episode 11 yet but I'll give you a bit of a preview. Yes, I just picked <laughs> <it>. <laughs> because I've I've seen this and I've I've seen your and I, I just think it's incredible. And and every time my eyes are like boggling at the amounts that have come up, you know, the, the how many you've got and how much it's all come to total and stuff like that. And I've got oh my yeah. god. Yeah, our latest uh, episode. Yeah, we had a bit of a revelation. I think that gets released tomorrow, doesn't it, Martin? Yeah, look forward to yeah, seeing that. that. Yeah, yeah. There's a revelation at the end of that. Yeah. On just how much yeah. we think you might. I, I, I don't. So, I don't... I, I... No, go on. I was gonna say, I don't know about you, Stu, but I've I've managed to go over a year of doing podcasts or um, YouTube videos now without swearing. But Adam did some <laughs> gentle maths during this episode um, that's going to be released tomorrow. Um, or, or when you're watching this, it would have been last week. Um, and 
yeah, basically, I was so shocked at his estimation of how much when I collect the full 96 was going to be. I, I I fired off a massive F-bomb because I just didn't realise <laughs> um, what, you know, what I'd let myself into. Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah um, but, but, but yeah, it's been my to be fair, it's been my birthday recently and I've got an amazing oh, wife and yeah. an amazing family who have, yeah. have contributed quite nicely to my collection. So I, I haven't had to spend too much of my own money, thankfully. But yeah, it's uh, it's been such good fun. It was it was all, you know, John, the action figure graders fault, because as soon as I started <laughs> watching his videos, I was like, oh, they look really good. Because um, I always yeah. wanted to collect yeah, I know, my, yeah. my original loose toys from being a kid um because of course like a lot of people my mum threw mine all out or gave them away and uh, i always really wanted to collect them again but um i started watching his videos and saw how look how nice and shiny they looked in the cases and i was like oh i should i should you know try and get them like that and then yeah before you know it you're, you're in too deep aren't well, you and uh, yeah absolutely i mean he's the reason i i mean bless him he, he sent me some um some um graded comics as well so I've, you know i've got a couple wow. of really nice graded comics and stuff like that and he sent me some other comics that haven't been graded but so he's got me into that kind of thing with the trading cards and the and the comics and he was the reason that i well i'd say he's the reason i can't blame him it was my choice to send it off to get graded but seeing one of his videos and i just went all oh, ka-ching ka-ching like that with this uh, rookie card and i mean it was immaculate it was like it was proper immaculate i think it was like graded 10 or 9 or something like that and it was worth quite a bit of money and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got a card like that. I'm going to send mine off. It comes back as a two. So it's probably going to be worth about 20 bob or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So, but I mean, I, I listen, I, I don't collect for the money. I, I, I collect because I genuinely enjoy collecting. Yeah. And even in my collection now, um, with some of the last 17 figures, I, I just cannot justify spending hundreds and hundreds of pounds in this current climate on, on, a, on an action figure. So I'm quite happy to go to somewhere like Stan Solo and, and, and get one of his figures just to, you know, make up the numbers. And then if one day that I do come across the money or do have enough money or save up and stuff like that to get a, a, a proper figure, you know, vintage figure, then, then I will do. But, yeah. you know, I can only see by the time that I get around to doing that, those prices would have increased anyway. So that's very true. And I think you've mentioned this before but, um, on one of your videos that I watched and uh, I'd be interested to see if you still, you still think um, it's the case, but when, when people have, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid forties um, and I think, you know, when, when people of our generation perhaps get to their sixties and seventies and, you know, we start popping our clogs, will the value <laughs> of these figures start to, you know, are they going to be worth anything? Because the generation that had these when they were kids to play with, aren't going to be there anymore. But, to... Well, then you, you've got to look at it this way. You've got to look at it this way. Look at all the toys that were around before our time you know, like the, the, the tin cars and the tin toys and all that sort of stuff and the wind-up dolls and or the robots and stuff like that and the old dolls' houses and stuff like that. You know, when those the people that collected those, they've probably passed on a long time ago and stuff like that. And some of the stuff now is, is worth quite a bit of money. Um, so, I listen, I, I think vintage Star Wars-wise, I think there will always be a market. I, I think there will. Anything after that, like stuff from the, like, 90s like the power of the force two figures and anything that we collect now i guess i i don't think is going to be as worth as much as the original vintage stuff and you can say that about any toy line you can say that about transformers motu gi joe classified or the retro collection you know i think original figures from that toy line i think in years to come when we've long gone 
might be worth something, but I, I can't see it with the, the modern day stuff. No, I don't think it will be. Not modern day stuff. No, I mean, it's going to get to a point soon where toys just aren't a thing, I don't think. Um, I think, you know... Well, I mean... it, it's, it's, it's getting that way now. I mean, you, you know, you, I, I went into Smith's and that shop used to stock loads of Star Wars stuff, loads of Motu figures, Origins and stuff like that. And I, I went in there up and um, where was we? I think Blackpool. And um, I, I spoke to one of the, the members of staff in Andrew to look, you know, Smith's used to stock all these Star Wars figures, vintage collection, Black Series, all the Motor Origins figures. I said, what's happened? And he said, a lot of it went on clearance and they didn't want to send it in anymore. And so, you know, the, the distributors aren't wanting to send it into these shops because all it's doing is going on clearance. Yeah. You know, and like you say, because kids aren't interested in buying this sort of stuff anymore. It's all computer games and iPhones and, you know, all that sort of like technical kind of stuff. I, I don't see any kids, you know, collecting this sort of stuff anymore. I really don't. And it is a shame because... It's- real shame you know they, they're saying that these like you know hasbro mattel they're saying that they're aiming it for kids they're not aiming it for kids they're not they know they're not they're aiming it for the adult collectors because it's what's keeping that line alive at the moment the nostalgia buzz and stuff like that and that's all that is in my opinion but that's just my opinion so no i, I totally 100 percent agree with you and i think the, the the fact that you know kids aren't playing with toys anymore is you know it's it's a shame because I don't know about you, but I I, I got a, a vivid imagination from being a kid and playing with my toys yeah. and making up scenarios and battles and stuff like that, you know. And absolutely, and it, it's such a great memory that I have as an adult that I used to do that sort of thing. And I just I just sometimes feel a bit a bit sad that you know I see I've got I've got you know nephews and nieces that just are sitting there on their iPads and they're not talking. And yeah, yeah, it's just you know. Anyway, you know, that's... that's... Well, no, no, I mean, listen, listen, I mean, you know, we never had the, you know, I, I would, you know, it's the book of Boba Fett throne room. I'd say it's Jabba's palace, basically. It's Jabba's throne room. Mm. Um, we never had that as a kid, but we didn't need it. You know, we had the imagination to to create something with our imagination. It didn't even have to be there. You know, like a Star Destroyer. We never had a Star Destroyer. I just used a bit of furniture and some shelving and stuff like that and, and use that as the bridge of the Star Destroyer. And, you know, you make your own landing bays and stuff like that, and docking bays, and, you know, you'd be out in the garden playing and, and doing stuff like that. And, you know, you just don't see that now, do you? And it, it is a shame. And I think with that, you know, kids learn to use their imagination. And I, I think, and I think as well, that, has a lot to do with writing because I think a lot of imagination has gone in writing as well with some of these series that they're coming out with and some of the episodes and some of the storytelling. I just don't think the imagination's there. And uh, it's a shame. It's the modern world that we're living in. It's we're, we're creating it. So yeah, what, what can we do? You know? Yeah. Okay. That was deep, yeah. wasn't it? Wow. No, yeah. no. Well, I, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually something that we've said a couple of times, isn't it, Adam? It's yeah. just uh, it's- finding original things in well i mean hollywood sort of lost its originality a bit in in some mm. respects i think um but i was just gonna go back to your grading uh, or graded experience um yeah you've sent a few away then what sort of experience have you had have you like received it back quickly or is uh, we hear, hear the rumors no, well, no, no. Like there's, there's been, there, there has been a way i think i waited um eight or eight months for the first one that i sent off wow yeah and i think i i waited close to eight to nine months for the second lot listen i i don't mind that i can understand they're busy um so that's that's not an issue it's nice to have them yeah definitely um i know they haven't forgotten about them because they do send updates and stuff like that and what have you um 
and they do state that it's going to be a you know a, yeah, a certain amount a of time. Mm. So um, I kind of forget about it. I, I pay. I, I send it off. I, I pay for it. I send it off, and then it'll come back. You know, a few months later. I mean, it's no different from waiting for like a Haslab project, is it? You know, you you pay the money, you've got to wait for it. So yeah, you, you know. So, but I I don't mind the grading processes. I, I don't have a, an issue waiting for it. So. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I mean, do you send stuff off or do you get my stuff graded anyway? We Martin's all all Martin's bought all of his stuff graded so far. We have spoken about sending off some bits for grading, haven't we? But mm. I, yeah. I mean neither of us have done it yet. No, I mean I'm I've got considering I've got... it with my prototype Boba Fett VC sixty one. I'm considering it with that, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Cause like you said about the grade, I'd I would want it to come back in like a fairly high grade, I think. Yeah. So and I don't well, that's that's your only right. worry, isn't it? I mean, that's your only worry. Yeah. That it doesn't. I mean, I was I was wanting to send off the um Cardi Bid Fortuna from the um the, the throne room, but I mean, seeing the way that bubble is around the on Have the inside there, well, on the card, yeah. I've got it as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a factory error. I think that's, uh, but I, you know, would that affect the grading? I don't know. I mean, it, it may well do. So, do I, I send it, it off, or do I just keep it on a card and put it in an acrylic case? Yeah. Yeah, so so that's, know, that's the only issue with that. Do you think it'll come into grade? Oh, yeah, I think that would definitely be yeah. counted against the card score. Um, uh, I think so. There's no doubt. I mean, they'll look at that. They won't care if it's a factory error. They'll they'll mark that down. And yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, I've 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 got all the same graded figures that you were talking about. I've got the the yak face and the the um, uh, Jawa and the Grogu figure from the Razor Crest. But yeah. But this one I was going to send in, I think just as, like you were, you said in one of your videos, uh, your review video that you were going to send it off. And I just, the amount of, I mean, you know, it's an old story now, but I'm just, I just couldn't send mine in because it, it would, I'd be lucky. Yeah. To get well, I listen, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I have sort of like reconsidered and thought, well, you know, uh, it, it will, it will affect the score definitely. I think with the, um, with the uh, double board, mm. that bit around the side on mm. the, on the, on the card there. And I, I just, mm. but it's things like that. It's like, how does that get past quality? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it, it's just annoying. I mean, you know, people are paying that amount of money out for things and stuff like that. And it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, it's not cheap. And right. especially in this current climate we're living in and people are spending good money on their, on their stuff. And to have something come back as that poor of a quality. I mean, I was, I got off quite luckily compared to yourself and Tim from Boston's bounty. I mean, their, your cards were, were horrendous. So I mean I count myself lucky, but you know it, it's just it, it, it's not wrong. How it gets past quality, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess how someone they, can say, they, yeah, that's fine, that's good. Yeah, they, they've they've probably just taken a chance on the people buying them being you know not fussed about the card. You know, well there, there is that, but I think that's very very short sighted. Yeah, because they hmm. they know most of the people that are collecting these figures. If that figure is only going to come with that set, and that's the only way you can get that figure, they're going to know that people are going to kind of want to keep that carded Absolutely. and possibly get it off and, and sent off and get graded. Mm. And I, I don't know. I just I don't know whether they do things on purpose or whether it's just short sightedness on on their part on mm. Hasbro's part. I really don't. But yeah, yeah. Well, that is a good segue there, really, to the new Haslab Ghost. Um, you know, kind of. <laughs> yeah, we, we touched upon it before we started. Um, yes. Did you back it then? I haven't as yet. Um, I'm one of those ones that were saying it would be great if we had 
the, the ghost as a Haslab. Um, I think if if it gets near the time and it's going to hit to seventeen thousand, then yeah, I think I think I I would I would back it. But then again, it's all about money. It's all about space. You know, I mean, we've got other things in life that we want to do. Um, you know, so spending five hundred pound on a on a, on a ship or on a, yeah. a collectible is is a lot of money. Um, we you know we've obviously we've got bills to pay. We've got like holidays to save for. We want to go away. We want to go back to Florida again. Um, so that will go a long way to yeah. to helping them um, to, to do that. But I so don't know. I don't really sort of know how the HasLab thing works. Um, obviously, you've got the tiers. Do you just pay that one price, and then once the tiers all get hit, yeah. So get basically, you, you, so that that whole that so that's basically you are paying four hundred ninety nine, regardless yeah. of whether it is. So obviously, it needs to be backed. So I think it was eight thousand, wasn't it? The first, the first marker. Yeah. So first, eight thousand yeah. was the first marker. So you're paying four hundred ninety nine pound for for it to reach that first marker. Once that marker's been paid, you've you've backed it. That's it. So then what you're getting on top of that as well for no extra cost. If it gets to eleven thousand backers, then you're going to get Ezra, which we've got, and then I think it's fourteen thousand for Canaan, and then seventeen thousand you're going to get um, Seb. So you're paying four hundred ninety nine pounds regardless yeah of how many tiers of it, it hits of how many tiers it reaches yeah yeah so you think the more you get for it the you know the better the a deal it would be so then people yeah. would think okay well you're going to get this much for for this so you know people are back it but i don't know I mean, listen they you know i've seen a lot of people say these predictions and and, and what have you and that you know this is how it's comparing to the go um, the, the razor crest at this time this we are living in totally different times. This, you know, we had the razor crest before the pandemic kicked in, before people lost their jobs, before inflation's gone up, before everything's mm. gone through the roof. So people are in a totally different situation now as to what they were back in 2019. And a lot of people just cannot afford to part with like 500 quid. It's as simple as that. So I, I, I get people comparing the ghost and the razor crest where well, this is doing this and this is where we were at this stage we are living in a different time and again mm. this is just my opinion but to, to gauge what's happened pre-pandemic to now mm. i i don't think you should because like i say we're living in different times now to what we were back in 2019 with with regards to finances absolutely yeah. and i think um when you look at a lot of these uh these predictions on Instagram, especially, and and I, I, I mean no disrespect to anyone who makes these predictions because they all do it no, in absolutely, an absolutely yeah. good place. But I think they're trying to, they're, in a way, they're they're projecting this positivity because they're so invested in it, yeah, that they trying want to people to back the, it. Yeah, it, not sway is not the right word. I think I think mm -hmm. um, you know I think they, they genuinely want people bit. to back it because and and I agree it's a it's a beautiful beautiful um, you know recreation of the ghost and it's got it looks absolutely amazing, but I don't know if you can take as juice as some of these predictions. I mean, you know I I used to do data anal analysis as a job and looking at some of the data that I've read um on, on some of these predictions i mean they're they're playing fast and loose with some of the figures let's just put it that way <laughs> where they think they're getting mm. you know i may i may it may well be wrong there may be an uplift just towards the end of the yeah. 40 41 days was it or something like that but at the moment for me personally i'm not sure we'll quite make it and i have backed it and i'm not entirely sure yeah i, I, I might be a little bit disappointed shall we say if we don't unlock 
all four tiers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, I, I hope it gets fully backed. I really do, because there would be nothing more that I would then I would like was to have a Razor Fest sitting there and have the four cards. Is it four cards that come with it? Yeah. It yeah. is. It'll be four carded figures to come with it. Have them graded. And then you know you're going to get another two mm. later on down the line with, with Sabine and um, Chopper. I, yeah. I think that'd be fantastic. I mean, you know, people have been crying out for, for the the, um, the Rebels figures for, for the longest time. And and I, and I think Hasbro are quite clever in how they've done this. Right, okay, you know, if you want these figures, you know, you're going to be paying through the, you know, 500 quid for it because you're going to get this ship and that's the only way you can get them. And they, these figures are going to be exclusive to that to that ship. So they said then at seventeen thousand, you will because this is uh, Tim from Boss Bounty. He did a a Q and A, and um, he said that um, if it reaches seventeen thousand, then further down the line you're going to get like Sabine and Chopper on a Rebels card with the mural, uh, mural and that'll be outside of the outside the Haslab project. So basically, if it doesn't get to 17,000 and you're only left with like Ezra and Hera on the card back, what then happens to Kane and, and Seb? I'll take it we're not going to get those figures at all then. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think I think um, I think that they will release them, but you won't get them on the Rebels mural cards um, because even if we don't get. Uh, Zeb and uh, Kanan unlocked. I think they'll they've they've definitely said they'll release them already. I think they've said, but they'll release them on a different card back. Um, so basically, so so say I've backed it and I end up with uh, Hera and Ezra. Yeah. Then they release Kanan, um, Sabine, Chopper, and uh, Zeb. They're going to release them on a different type of card. So, as as a collector, I kind of want them all to match up perfectly. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That that's that's that aesthetic thing, isn't it? When you're a collector, no, of course it is. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm not going to get that. I'm going to get four other card backs that don't match. And I know, you know, that's first world problems. I know, but at the same time, you know, we back. I back that because I wanted the set. Does that make sense? I, I get it. I get that. Do you, Do you think that they've then that they've the tears are. are aren't realistic and are unreachable. Like I say, we know how well the Razor Crest done. I get that. Like I said, it was different times and everybody was clambering yeah. after, you know, it, a lot of people didn't even want the ghost. So they're not, they're not going to back it. A lot of people didn't want it. You know, if you're looking at something like, if it was like um, a sand crawler or something like that, Imperial how well do you think that would have done? Oh, Imperial yeah. shuttle. Do you think yeah. that would have, do you think that would have backed? I mean, if it was the Tidarian shuttle, you know, yeah. Return of the Jedi, there's just no doubt. I mean, that would have had that all four tiers would have been broken, I think, by now, because, you know, that's a lot of people, including myself, one of their favorite ships. And I think the ghost, I think the ghost is great. Don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic ship. But if you haven't seen Rebels or you're not a big fan of Rebels, you're not yeah. going to know what it is. I was uh, exactly. Say that. And, and we, so we've had the first two episodes of. But, um, Ahsoka, Ahsoka, and we've not seen the and we've not seen the ghost yet. So, do you reckon that'll be next week? We'll see the ghost. I, I don't. I, do you know? I think they're going to hold off, and we're not going to see it um, until like some big battle scene is going to turn up. We did. We did actually see the ghost. It was in the in the hangar of Home One in the background as they were landing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was quite a distant shot. So unless you knew what you were looking for, you wouldn't have seen it. But yeah, yeah. I think I think I think 
let's be honest, right? Hasbro and Lucasfilm, you would have hoped they would have got together and said, right, this episode is being released on this day. And you'd hope they think they might release that episode where the ghost is going to have quite a pivotal role a couple of weeks at least before the HasLab um, yeah. uh, runs out. So, yeah, you're probably right, actually, Stu. If it's going to be a time, it's got to be ne- this next episode, hasn't it, really? because I, think I would, I would say there. so, because I think, what, there's 13 days left. So are we yeah, going right. to get a chance? So 13 days, yeah. we might get another two episodes in. Mm, so, yeah, you're right, before... 100% right. Do you think then if they if they get if it you know there's a, a, a late surge of people backing it, do you feel if it's not quite there that they'll extend that deadline and, and give it another 10, 15 days or so? This is my first Haslab, so I'm not an expert on previous ones, but I think you mentioned before we started um chatting or recording this, um, that you said that they've extended it in the past. Is that right? They they did with the Rancor. Okay. Well, but, oh no! But then that was actually saying that that was because it hadn't even been backed. So yeah, that might. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, th- I think I think now it's been backed. There's every possibility they won't extend it because they're going to get the money regardless. Mm-hmm. But I think because with the rancor, because it wasn't quite backed, I think that's why after, yeah. they. It well, yeah, they they extended to get to the first to get to the actual point of where it needs to be back and say like it was like 5,000, they're only in like about 3,000 or 4,000, something like that. These numbers could be totally wrong, could be making these numbers up, but I'm just using it as, uh, as an example. Yeah. So because it wasn't quite there at 5,000, they extended it by a few days to try and get it up. And then once those few days were up, it just it didn't back. So they they pulled the plug on it. But yeah, I think I think because the ghost has been backed, then yeah, I'm answering my own question. No, I can't see them extending the, the deadline on it. I, I think we'll probably get to Canaan to be honest with you. I think we'll probably just get to Canaan, but I just think Zeb's perhaps a, a step too far. But I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be positive and I hope I'm wrong. But, but then you quite you, rightly... You... Sorry. No, go, no, no, sorry, no, please. As, as you quite rightly said, Stu, it's a different time. And, you know, yeah. who's got 500 quid that they can, um, you know, just go, oh, yeah, I'll get that. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's difficult. It's, it's but really... then you'd think Hasbro would realise this as well and maybe lower the... Either lower the... The, the the goals you know not have so many people i mean again they they can't look at the the razor crest and think yeah that done fantastic this is going to do the same they, they can't look at it like that no. because like you you know said it before we're all in a different situation these people at hasbro should understand that they should know that mm. yes yeah. and also sorry, would you sorry would you um be more likely to back it if it was to get closer to that seventeen thousand target it, listen, if there's about if there's two days left and it's it's nearing on seventeen thousand, yeah. then then yeah, I, I would back it. But so I wonder again, how many other I, people out there are like that. You know, they're they're holding off because they're not quite at the top tier. The the, the reason I'm holding off is because I don't want to be in a situation where I back it, and then you only end up with two of those figures. Yeah, on the on the car back with that with the Which rebels. With that. Yeah. But yeah, so to have. You know, like say, say, like for example, we do get Canaan to have Zeb. Well, no, because they won't even do the other three figures, will they? Because they said if it's seventeen thousand, it reaches seventeen thousand, then they will release. That's um, when they'd release Sabine and uh, Sabine and, and Chopper. Yeah, mm. on on a on a Rebels card with the mural, yeah. mural, mural, mural. Sorry, <laughs> mural, mural. So we're, yeah, so, we're likely to see some of them come out of the Ahsoka, like on Ahsoka cards, anyway, aren't we? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think but again, that won't look as good. That won't, that won't be great. Will it? I mean, no. you don't want to have, like, I mean, you know, half rebels, half Ahsoka sort of thing. That yeah. Won't... I mean, Sabine isn't even on a car back. Is she, she's in one of those boxes as a deluxe figure. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. she's never, she's not even going to be on car back. No, the one from Ahsoka. I think they have said that they'll release her on a car back, an Ahsoka car back eventually. Um, I think I, I heard that, um, and I think they've said they're going to release Chopper on an Ahsoka car back. Um, um, I don't know where I heard that, but I'm pretty sure I did. Um, so yeah, it, but but like it's exactly as we just said. You want you want them all to match up, um, you know, with the same logo, the same. Mm you know name pills you know all that sort of stuff on the car back but we'll see we'll see i mean i mean it, a, a wasted opportunity you you've got the dome of chopper on the on the phantom 2 that, what a waste why mm. why 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 do that do you have him, have him as a card have him as part of that base offering mm. so that you know that's i don't get it yeah i don't I mean i don't get it I mean, not to keep going on about it, but I mean, the other thing is, is it three or four thousand between each card back? Surely they yeah. don't need that many more backers in order to pay for the production cost of another card, you know, of another figure. In you know, why not do them in in tiers of one thousand five hundred or two thousand before the next one gets unlocked? Well, yeah, exactly. Make it a bit more reach. Mm. Make it more achievable. Mm. Um, as as to having these yeah. big numbers, I think it's. Eight eight thousand, isn't it? Then eleven thousand, then fourteen, then seventeen. So it's three thousand between. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a lot. That is yeah. a lot. Why why not do the entire crew a thousand apart? You know, yeah. that, do you know what? Yeah. I think if they'd have done that, that would have been a more achievable, mm. and I think more people have been. Yeah. I think more people have, would have backed it. Mm. It would it wouldn't have been a safe bet, but it would have been a better bet than doing what they're doing. Yeah, and you would now. have had. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not one who likes scalpers in the slightest, but you know, there would have been a lot more people, scalper wise, that would have been buying multiples so that they could just sell yeah. them off because they knew they'd have the entire crew there. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. Then you'd, then you'd have the people who like them open and graded who would buy two because they'd want the full selection graded yeah. as well as the the full selection loose. Yeah. So yeah, but, I, but you would have thought those two characters would have come as part of the crew anyway, Sabine mm. and. Um, and chopper because they were part of the rebels team yeah. absolutely you know I, I, I can't understand the reasoning yeah. behind them mm. leaving those two figures out i, I don't get it yeah i but, couldn't agree more <laughs> there you go <laughs> no well we will um, see. right the other thing you mentioned was it the sail barge you had a bit of a story to tell about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah well uh oh man yeah so basically we all know that um at that time when the sail barge was funded it was only reachable or offered to the people in, in America. So, um, and then I think a couple of people from the UK, mainly uh, that I know of, um, Tim and Nick from Only One Kenobi, they managed to get get one through eBay. And I think there was a place called, uh, I don't know if it was through Zavi or, or something like that, but they managed, they were the lucky few of people to get a, a sail barge. So when, when I saw when I saw their videos and, and um, when I first started watching them, I was watching their reviews, I was like, wow, what a fantastic um the vehicle this is absolute you know stunning and um so in 2020 um I, I did a little bit of looking around on um on ebay and there was none for sale in the uk it was only from the us and i and i, I looked at this price and i thought uh, okay yeah that, that's doable so i was like okay quite happy so I, i'm not too sure what the original price was but it, uh, you know if it's around 400 pound or something like that it was three times that amount so it was 1,500 at the time. And I thought, well, do you know what? Why not? So I pressed 
buy now so i bought it and stuff like that and brilliant and then i've looked at the total costing you've got to take in shipping costs as well you've got to take in import tax as well which those two combined added another thousand pound onto the top of that so yeah so i i didn't at the time i you know when when it arrived my wife kind of looked at me and said what's that then it was a massive box (laughs) inside because i got it posted to my mum and dad's and we come and put it picked it up and stuff like that and i was like oh god and at the time i never told her how much it cost and i i I was doing a live stream and um, I was chatting to like loads of people and they said, what's the most expensive? And I just come out and blurted it. And I was like, oh no, the cat's out of the bag. Of course, my wife's Georgie, she's watching it. <laughs> yeah. So all this thing going on about me living in the box and stuff like that, because it's a big old box. I was like, yeah, I'm, yeah. So it was expensive. And um, I, I, do I regret getting it? I, 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 yeah, I wish I'd looked into it more with the import tax and the, and the, um, the shipping fees and stuff like that but i yeah. just didn't even think about that i was so yeah i'm gonna get this and got it i was like oh no so i nearly yes. made a similar mistake the other week actually just trying to get hold of a bosk um for, i think it was from mexico so uh, yeah it's one of those where i was it's crazy it got it? to the checkout and i was like actually this is gonna cost more than what i could get it for here so yeah so you, you might as well get, just get those bosks here yeah. So, yeah but it's oh i just that's the reason why i don't get much stuff from the states now i just mm. the shipping and the import tax is just mm. incredible and it's, it's like it's like when people win these um giveaway prizes and stuff like that it's not just down the road i'm sending it it's like to far on places yes. like the philippines and all across the around yeah. the world and i don't mind doing it i'm like come on give me a break let's just someone from the uk please win but yeah no, we, were the so same. Fun, we, we, we did our one year channel anniversary giveaway and uh, the whole time um I, I was i was responsible for sending it wasn't I, adam and the whole yeah. time i was like please don't be someone from from south america please don't be someone from south america um and it, as it turned out they were both in the uk so it worked out wasn't, well wasn't one of them right <laughs> down the road from you actually it's uh, not right close. down the road, but I mean, it wasn't it, not it, too it, far. Not too yeah. far. <laughs> yeah, but like I say, I mean, you do these giveaways and stuff like that, and you open it yeah. up to people, so you can't be grudged. Oh no, of course not. Terms, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, um, yeah. I just like, oh come on, get, cut me a break here. Yeah. And it was the, yeah. you know, because I messaged this girl and said, oh, you've won, well done. You know, get back in touch with us. And she, she did, and and then she, I said, can I have your address? And it was the Philippines. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. fair play, fair yeah. play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, um, I think uh, it's uh, it, the 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 sail barge. Sorry, it's it's just such a spectacular looking. Oh, it, it is. Mean. It was. I was just blown away by it, and and and, and taken out, and then you, you, I mean, looking at the detail and how, what they've done, it's just such a fantastic job. They really have done a remarkable job, and I don't think there was any stone unturned with that. I mean, I I I look at it and I can't think anything to, to poke holes at you know yeah. it's like well it, it's just a beautiful beautiful um vehicle and 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 the razor crest as well but when you take the side panels off it's just like a a, a blue there's no weathering on that and they i think they could have probably done a little bit better with the weathering in there and maybe a little bit more of um, weathering inside and give it a more rustic lived in look yeah um it does look very plasticky um but yeah that that sail barge i'm yeah. oh yeah it's a fantastic piece and it's just great display piece for sure I, I think we have to worry a little bit about the future of the ghost in ahsoka really don't we because i mean every vehicle that the has brought out so far hasn't had a good ending well, to be yeah that, that's it i mean you know I, I think a lot of people were really upset when they when they blew the razor crest up and it's like that's it i'm cancelling my Haslab order i'm cancelling it i was like come on yeah. you know but um yeah it's um 
yeah, I hope they don't blow it up. I'll be disappointed if they do, but um, you, you just don't know with the Lucasfilm and Disney, do you? No, you don't. You don't. Yeah, so. <laughs> they don't, they don't. I mean, it's, it's quite interesting this week that they announced that they're releasing um, physical media again. Uh, they're bringing out the oh. Mandalorian on 4K Blu-ray. On Blu-ray um, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, which they adamantly said when Disney Plus came out, they would absolutely not be releasing any of it on physical media because they wanted people to sign up but i think they're in such perhaps this is a a good chat for us down the road but i mean it's by the sounds of it disney having to backtrack on a lot of things they've said because they're just not earning the money that they need to earn to pay the shareholders at the moment well so. yeah i mean is you know is that mainly to do with um bob chapek in his what he was the things that he said you've got new leadership in there now and they want to just backtrack on everything that he's kind of done i i hate to say it and i don't i'm not a big fan of bob chapek and as i say this is probably something we should talk about in a a month's time when i come and have have a chat with you but just briefly i i think bob chapek gets a bit of a hard time because all of these decisions would have had to be made a long time before he even took over so bob Iger is not the savior that everybody thinks he is he's He's someone who made a lot of these decisions when Disney Plus was, you know, first, you know, yeah. Well, it was his brainchild, really, wasn't it? And he was the one who said, though, physical media stopping, physical media's, you know, not we're going to make this exclusive to Disney Plus. But as I say, they've announced this week that a lot of the Marvel series and a lot of the Star Wars series are going to be out on 4K Blu ray by the end of the year. So I can't wait to get wow. a copy because I'm a physical media, I, I love yeah. my Star Wars. Um, Blu-rays and and 4K and DVDs. You know, I love to have them all yeah. on the shelf. So I'll be picking those up. So I'm looking forward to getting. Yeah, those. no, 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 absolutely, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah, um, Stu, uh, I think one. Well, actually, no, I've got a couple more questions. Um, yeah, sure. So, one, sorry to keep you. Sorry to keep. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to keep. <laughs> you going honestly, this is. I'm, I'm loving this. This is great. I love this. This is great. Yeah. So yeah, don't please don't um, worry. Are you heading to Echo Base in October? Well, here's the thing. This the, the discussion was when I think I spoke to um, Martin last time on my collecting life. Afterwards, I think I did say that I would be going to Echo Base. Things have changed, so um, the, the company I work for they they um, they stood us down um, a few weeks back, and um, basically I had had the week off, and I have to pay those days back. Two of those days I, I would get for free so i get paid for those um another two days i will have to pay them back so basically i've been given the money for those days but i have to work hours to to pay that off and the third um the fifth day um i i could choose what i wanted to do take it as unpaid leave take it as leave or take it as like banked hours so i've got three banked days and they've done this before and and basically what's happened is They've just sprung it on you when they're going to call you in. So what mm. was happening is a lot of people were making plans and then they'd made plans and then they turned around and said, well, you need to work this Saturday. And I said, well, we can't. We've got this planned. Well, you knew we had to. Well, yes, we did, but you didn't tell us when. So, you know, fair play. They've, they've learned from that yeah. and they've um, chosen the days. And one of those days is going to be, uh, I think, the 7th of October, which is, <sighs> um, which is Echo. Oh, that's it. But there is every possibility that that might change but I won't know until the day before on the Friday oh, when they turn God. and say, oh, yeah, you won't be coming in tomorrow. It's been cancelled. Yeah. If that's the case, then yes, we'll be going They'll to Echo. There, right. if, if if they don't cancel it, which none of my bloody like they won't, and um, I won't be going to Echo. But whatever happens next year, I, I'm wanting to go to Echo Base at the beginning of next year as well. So 
I would definitely get to, to to one of them. I'm hoping it's this year, and and um, yeah, because we can't take any holidays now. We can't book that day off, right? Because they categorically said, right, these are the days that you're going to be working to pay these hours back. <sighs> you cannot book any time off if you haven't. You know, if you've already booked it off, then fine. Yeah. But now these dates have been set. You cannot book that day off unless I go sick. <laughs> but I don't do that. I don't do things like that. And you've yeah. just announced it on, on <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Yeah, good point. But... Yeah. That's what, no, no, no one at work knows that I do YouTube, so I'm, I'm quite happy with that. It's, yeah. it's all safe. It's all good. Yeah. But it, um, I mean, Echo's cool. I mean, because I, I didn't realize you guys were at the last one. I think it was beginning of the year, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 February? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, February. So, yeah, I went to that one. That was That was pretty cool. Yeah. I enjoyed that, and that's when I got that book, the um, the the Red Five book. Yeah, uh, oh, really. Weighs a, weighs a ton, doesn't it? I, I've my my wife's um, pre-ordered me one for Christmas for the second. Oh, okay, because I missed out on it in the first run, but okay, they announced. I think it was today. Boss Bounty put a tweet out or a, an Instagram post saying that uh, if you pick one up at Echo Base, you get this exclusive um, black cover for the for the, okay. um, for the book. And of course, I'm I'm like, oh man, I, I, I want the black cover now. I don't want the blue cover. So I'm going to no, go I was there, quite happy. and I'm going to and have a chat with him because I've got one of the early bird tickets. So hopefully, I can get in there before they sell okay. out and ask yeah. him, is there any chance I can switch them over? Because <laughs> I really want the black cover. <laughs> I mean, we so we we got early bird and we saw them set up there. And Georgie said they're carrying these boxes and they look really heavy because she could tell if a box looks heavy right away because someone's carrying. I was like, that's just a stupid woman. <laughs> and as it happens, they had original, you know, the first run of books. Mm. And because I missed out, I mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't on YouTube, so I, I wasn't aware that they were doing the fundraiser, so I didn't know too much about it. And then I saw all these people getting these books. I'm just sitting there going, oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, 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 we'll we get that. So we, we bought one and we left it with them and we walked around, looked around and I said, right, let's, let's go pick our book up and I can run it back to the car. Well, I didn't run it back to the car because it's quite heavy. So I walked it back. So, <laughs> so I walked it back to the car come back and I met up with some friends and said, oh, where's, where's your book? They signing them. And I said, like, oh, now you tell us. So they're actually signing the books, but I've already walked the, you know, yeah. the book back to the yeah. car, which is quite a way to the car park. So I thought, nah, I'm not going all the way there and back again to go. Nah, nah. Yeah. So I, I didn't get it signed, but no, it's, it's fantastic. And you know what? Ever since I've had it, it's stuck in the same place, you know, for the, for the best part of, uh, since we've been to since February, I've not had time to sit and look at it yet. No. So I'm still waiting, waiting to look at it, but it's. It, I've seen other people's reviews and it's just fantastic. What yeah, a great I book! I can't wait to get it. Yeah, and I'm looking, yeah, really awesome. looking forward to the playsets um, edition as well. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll know about that now. So once they do do that, and then I'll I'll put my name down and definitely yeah, yeah. won't miss out on that one. Definitely, definitely. My other question, I don't know if Martin's going to have any more, but do you have a particular item or figure or anything that's your sort of you know your next big thing that you really want that you haven't got yet have you got a holy grail holy grail i have i have um vehicle wise it's the um the a-wing from uh the ewoks line oh, yeah. no not the ewoks line droids. the droids line yeah droids, droids line yeah and i don't know if you know of a guy called um gary moore Gary Moore, he's done one of your My Collecting Lives, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically him and another guy called Andy from Holocronicles, they got together and they chipped in and, and, and paid for this massive collection of Star Wars stuff. And I tell you, they got some real fantastic stuff. And um, one of the the, the, the vehicles that um, Gary Moore's got, he's put a, a, a picture up in it on, uh, on Tim's Discord, and it's the, um, the A-Wing oh, wow. boxed. 
he said he opened it, he looked at it, and then put it back in the box. Other than that, it's now in an acrylic case. And I've just thought, oh, that is just beautiful, mm. absolutely beautiful. And the first deck I went to, I actually saw one, and it was uh, in an acrylic case, and it was going for about five thousand pound. <laughs> so I, was, I know, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, do you know, nah, nah that's that, a bit above my is pay that, grade. Is that so a going rate is it? It was boxed and it was in the acrylic case. I do you know what? That's the only one I've seen. I've I've, I've not really no. sort of like looked too much on eBay. I, and I think one of them I saw on eBay was three thousand, then three thousand five hundred. So yeah, but the thing is, see, holy grails. They they shouldn't be things that are really expensive and that are out of reach. They should be things that you've been wanting for like a a long long time. You know, like it could be a figure that I've seen before. And I've not got that figure and I've gone back to get it and I've missed out on it. And that, that's, that's, you know, that's a holy grail. Cause I know yeah. I ask that question a lot um, in, in, in my collecting life. And now I kind of explain it a little bit more saying, look, it doesn't have to be the most expensive thing in the world that you don't mind paying a bit of money out for, mm -hmm. but it's something that you may have seen three or four years ago that you've never seen since. And you want in your collection. Yeah. Um, figure wise. Oh, God, I don't know. Any, any one of the last, 17 i guess um that i haven't got oh, I'm, I'm i'm not fussy i don't mind but you know those the prices are going up on those aren't they ridiculous so yeah, uh yeah tell me about it's, it um i, I, just I mean I, I, oh sorry go on no no go on Stu, you finish go on, i was sure. gonna say with my amanaman and my yak face i mean to, together they were just over 600 quid that's not and bad, that was about that was about, that was about three years ago so yeah, that's not my my, my regret is i don't have any regrets because you can't go through life no. having regrets but i, I would say in hindsight, I wish I had collected all of the original 96 figures first before I started getting into vintage collection or Motu or mm. classifieds or black series. I wish I'd have done those first mm. and I should have done what I set out to do, which was collect those figures first before I got anything else. Because now in that time that I've started collecting those figures, those prices have gone up quite a bit. And I, I just think now that they're going to be started getting out of my price range and I don't yeah. want to be paying that kind of money for a little plastic figure when I'm paying, you know, like say for example, 500 pound for yeah. a, a ghost ship and the figures that you get with that. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't, you know, I know what I'd rather spend the money on, but I know what I'd rather have, you know, vintage stuff. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I think because the vintage collection, some of the vintage collection now are probably more expensive than some of the original 96 is absolutely ridiculous. So <laughs> yeah, but I don't get how that can be. I don't get yeah. that. I, I just, I, I don't get it. I mean, the articulation, yes, is fantastic. And I love it. But when I look at the figues from the, you know, those, they're five PoA, they're basic, mm. the basic figures, but those were the figures that we grew up with. And, oh, you know, we had so many good times with those figures and nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And just to think, you know, you can get them for a pound 50 at Tesco's or something yeah. stupid back in the day. Yeah. And, and now look at them, you know, you just, you know, yeah, double figures for, for a lot of them now. Before we let you go, Stu, I have just one small question. This is something that we discussed with Shabby when Shabby came on out of the chat with us. Um, not chips and gravy, is it? Not chips no, and gravy. No, not chips and no, gravy. No, definitely not chips and gravy. <laughs> but he, we were talking about, uh, you know, what was his favourite figure? And he, he, sort of, he sort of inadvertently answered a question that I hadn't asked, but it was a really good idea for a question. It was, if you had to throw out your entire toy collection and you but you're allowed to keep one figure it doesn't have to be star wars um what would that one figure be so so who, whose question was that was that shabby well, did shabby come I, up with that well I, well I asked Shab i think adam asked shabby you know what's your favorite figure and shabby inadvertently said but, if i had to throw yeah if i had to throw oh, right. figure out oh, okay um, in right. my collection and i was left left with just one it would be the luke skywalker jedi knight with the blue lightsaber which just happens to be the same answer that i would give yeah 
But yeah. if you if you if Georgie stormed in now, said right, we, you know we're we're moving <laughs> abroad, we're not taking the, the collection with us. You know mm-hmm. what would be the one? Then you'd be early, you could keep one figure. What would it be? That is a horrible question. <laughs> I mean, like, that's a nasty question. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, you know, I sometimes think, poor blimey, that's that's a tough question when I do my mm. questions on my collecting life. But that's proper mean. Yeah. Um, Probably oh should have told you that one well, before you came on, so you'd have a bit of time. To yeah, I wouldn't have come on. Um, but, uh, oh, what, what it doesn't figure? have to be Star Wars because I know. No, you've got... I know, I know. Um, oh man. Let me put you on the spot now. You have. You have. That is proper nasty. Um, oh. Don't, don't worry, Stu. <laughs> no, I, I do. I do. Because I, I do like to answer these questions. Uh, do you know what? I'm just. Oh, skeleton. This guy here. Yeah. This guy here. Simply for the fact that he was one of my original childhood toys. Um, he's a great character. He's. Um, really good condition because he's been kept in a box up in a loft for you know best part of 30 odd years yeah um he came close to being thrown out my dad was empty in the loft and he threw loads of boxes out and he just so happened to look in one of the boxes and found these guys um so it it would have to be that one and i mean you know because none of my star wars figures are original well they are original but they're not my childhood ones so it would be this guy and um Oh, I don't want to be put on the spot like that again. That made me sweat. Yeah. <laughs> I say, that's a good answer. Wow. Not only because it's a great figure, but you know, yeah. great franchise. You know, I mean, and I remember, I, I, I had the Skeletor, but with the battle damage armor. Chest. Battle damage, yeah, yeah. That, that, you know, and that was one of my favorite childhood figures. That was so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely. Yeah. It, it it just frightens me what else has been like thrown away by my dad because he just. You know, he's just one of these people. Oh, get rid of that rubbish! But he won't look. And it was only the fact that for some reason he managed to look inside this box and found like a handful of Masters of the Universe figures that I had as a as a kid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it would be it be Skeletor. Great so answer. um, great answer. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah, well, that was tough. Well, man. That was proper tough. <laughs> we won't keep you any longer because we have been going on. Um, oh no listen i've absolutely you. loved it it's been fantastic no uh, thank, you. thank you thank you so much for coming on um where can people find you obviously there's universal um, toy collector yeah universal YouTube, toy collector YouTube on channel. youtube yep yeah. and um universal toy collector or stew universal toy collector on facebook and universal toy collector on instagram see facebook is relatively new so i've, I've, I've just yeah. delved back into that um i don't have like a private account for me it's just like everything that yeah. i do regarding collecting and uh, videos i just pop on on yeah, facebook we haven't so bothered with a facebook page yet probably no, should but... uh, well you know it's um why not it's just another means of communication that's the funny thing is i, I find it easier some people i've I tried to contact on um, instagram and I, I they don't really go on instagram that much so i speak to them on 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 um facebook and they get back to straight away so that's their yeah. you know preference yeah. of, of communication and, and media but and, yeah and- i, I Sorry, if I, if I might, it's just interject as well. Anybody who has is watching this and that hasn't, and there probably won't be many of you, but anybody who's watching that hasn't checked out Stu's series of My Collecting Life, it's 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 absolutely fantastic because it's different every week. Um, it has, I, thought, it, I thought you were going to plug your episode then, Martin. Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously that obviously that was a great episode, but no, yeah, every, yeah. every guest that every guest that comes onto that show on Stu's channel is different. For many different reasons, they collect different things. 
you know it doesn't have just to be toys a lot of the time it's it's, it's an absolutely great show and I, I genuinely look forward to watching it every week i don't always get oh, to it straight you. away but it's a fantastic show so you know please check that out if you haven't no, i appreciate that thank already. you it's, it's a fantastic yeah, yeah that'd be coming back at next next one will be out on them um, first of september so um uh, I've had a couple of weeks off. Um, really enjoyed having a couple of weeks off. Like I say, I went up to Leicester Vintage Toy Shop, and um, yeah, that was cool. So met um, Joe. Gav wasn't there, and then went up to Blackpool. Met up with um, Simanga Fandanga, Shabby's uh, twin brother. Yeah, his other half, Claire, uh, DTM Collectibles, and the lovely Helen. So met up with those. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, we've got other bits and bobs coming up as well. So by the time this comes out, I'll be the video will be out. Cool. would have already come out i think so uh yeah, i don't know when out. you guys are putting this out but yeah yeah next awesome next friday i think but yeah, yeah. so so yeah, yeah anybody who's watched this to the end and looking at analytics there's not really that many people that stay to the end but if you do stay to the end then this will be <laughs> episode three of ahsoka would have already come out by now but uh but yeah this will be out uh the following friday <laughs> awesome no guys it's been an absolute I lo- i've loved this thank you so much and i really appreciate you inviting me on it's been great Really enjoyed speaking to Perry. So thanks, Awesome. Yeah. So make sure you get over to Stu's channel, Universal Toy Collector, and subscribe to him. If you enjoyed this video, hit like, hit subscribe. We will catch you in the next one. We'll see you later. Thanks, Stu. Thank you. Cheers now. Bye bye.